everybody, welcome to the Dos Amigas Project. This is your host, Cynthia. And your co-host, Millie. We are so excited to have you here on our first episode, official first episode of the Dos Amigas Project. Uh, we can't wait to embark on this journey with you guys. Uh, today, actually, we just want to share a little bit of our stories with you. We want to share our backgrounds, uh, our immigration stories, how we came to be the women that we are today, and where we are at today. Yes, so excited. Um, you know, our first episode, we want to give you a background story of how we met, how the Dos Amigas project came about. Cynthia and I met back in 2015 when we were both looking for a roommate. Um, we met on Craigslist out of all places. Um, you know, we were in a time in our lives where we both wanted um, to find someone to live with, you know, to take over the lease, cover those costs. And what, a, I guess, millennials, you know, what is a, what do we run to? Online. Um, online, <laughs> um, Craigslist. And I was just so excited when I found Cynthia. Um, scared, obviously, you know, you never know yeah. if you're gonna meet a, a murderer, you know, right? <laughs> I text a couple of friends, hey, I'm meeting this person. Um, I'll let you know if everything goes okay. Yeah, I'll let like, you know if everything goes okay. But I happened to find Cynthia. She lived a couple of blocks from my the former job that I had at the time. So it was just like the perfect location. Um, and I was looking for someone because I had just had this roommate and she didn't last long, about two months, and it just didn't go well. Yeah, the actually the former um, roommate that I had too was just, I think it was like four or five months that we lasted together. It didn't really last very long and kind of left me, you know, hanging. Um, I finished the lease and said, you know what, the next person that I get is not going to be someone that I know. It's going to be someone that I know we're going to have a, an arrangement with, you know, someone that is responsible. So when I found Cynthia, I was just so happy to um, have found her and then getting to know her, knowing that we were both Mexican. We yeah, came. I was mostly just super excited that I had someone like another Mexican to live with me because it definitely <laughs> makes a difference. It does. In, in like, you know, sometimes you can have a roommate that doesn't like that you're cooking like spicy food and the whole house is like, you know, like, exactly. you know, just or things. understands the language. Yeah. Uh, we were able to communicate on, you know, with our, um, with our language in Spanish. We were able to, um, when the holidays came around and her, her family came and visited, we more or less knew exactly what our traditions were. But not only that, um, our traditions and also new traditions yeah. that we both as immigrants to this country, um, we are also, her family- Embracing, not, embracing yeah. Embracing, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like my family lives here in Colorado. This is where we live here in Denver, Colorado. My family is here. But um, Cynthia's family is not. So, you know, it's more of a getting used to living in a country where our traditions are not the same and we might not have our family. So the friends that we do make, they are like our family. Yeah. So that's and, and I've had the um, privilege of meeting Millie's family and spending some holidays with them, some other occasions or just, you know, taking her siblings out. And it's just been nice to have that uh, feeling of a family, especially when it's like Mexican, like they always make you feel welcome. You know, yeah. it's just like um, it doesn't matter that they're not really my family. I feel welcome, you know, and I feel like I'm at home. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. So yeah, that is a background story of how we met. 
um, how we went, you know, use this resource, Craigslist, um, a little bit scared, you know, what are people going to think, especially with their Mexican parents, tell me yeah, that. Yeah, How, I mean, I don't think, did you tell your, your mom, I'm I don't finding think, a roommate? I don't think all. any, like, they know that I've met people, you know, online. Yes, I don't and, think they told my mom, like, yeah. hey, I'm moving in with a stranger I met on Craigslist. Yeah. You know, but even I think this whole life of for example us living on our own or at that time living with a roommate or now that we live with our partners, I think it's so different to like the Mexican culture where I feel like you normally stay with your parents until you get married. Like it's very that's rare, thing where, you know? Again, how we have talked about how we're so alike but at the same time so different. You left Mexico when you were 18 years old, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you came here to the States for college. My parents um, actually immigrated Mexico, um, so brought me here as a, as a young kid. Um, I think I was nine or 10 years old when we moved here. Um, so I lived with my parents all up to, I was at least 20, embarrassing to say, but I think I was like 25 years old. But really it's not embarrassing. It's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I would think like when you're looking at it from the American perspective, yeah. because a lot of my friends, and even now, you know, with this whole pandemic, people are moving, moving back. back because it's expensive to live alone. Exactly. And you're like, why am I doing this? You know, sometimes I think that, but also it's so nice to live alone. But in general, like most of my friends at home still live with their parents yeah. unless they move to a different city. Like if they still live in our city, they live with their parents. Yeah, so. exactly. So when I told my parents, you know, at 25 years old, 24, I forget how old I was when I moved out, um, I'm moving out. They're like, are you getting married? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like why? Nobody has asked me for your hand in yeah. marriage. I'm like, oh, no, I want to move in with a friend. You know, I have this. And even then, I was, like, so nervous to tell them because, yes. you know, traditions and um, not being married. And now I was like, okay, I'm moving by myself. And they were, okay, you know, they gave me their blessing. But I know... This was the first time moving out, right? Yeah. The second time when I found you as mm -hmm. a roommate, I if I would have told them I met you online, they would have been like, what? Okay, you're moving back. Yes, yeah. No, what? Like, no, hell yeah. no. But that is, again, this is like new age. Yeah. Um, we find our resources and our friends a different way than it used to happen then. So yeah. it's a way to for us to let them know this is how it went down. Everything is good, thankfully. So I am so thankful that I went through that resource and I found you. We met each other, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, we've talked about this before, but it was just, I think our friendship grew and it just uh, had better chances of like being successful because we were not friends yeah. when we were roommates, um, which, you know, that can cause a lot of issues. So we, I think- So much drama, you it, know. It's so much drama. So I think we had a great roommate relationship. And then, so Millie and I were roommates for about a year, a little over a year. And then we both decided that um, we were moving in with our partners. So we were also kind of at the same stage and we like, decided it at the same time so it kind of worked out yeah. so then it wasn't like we stopped being roommates because we didn't like each other so we stopped being roommates to move on with our lives and then we left and then i was going to say just to add to that Lindsay, do you move in with your partner after a couple of months like can i have you as a roommate i know because yeah it? because it is hard yeah definitely <laughs> it's hard moving in with a with your partner I mean, like i think it was 
for us like our first time you know making that step again a huge transition for culture yeah for moving in with your partner without being married yeah you know? that's like, a big thing like obviously my parents don't even know that I ever lived with him and it's been years now yeah and they would just be like but you're not married, you know, and yeah. like not even just talking. My parents also religion is like yes. a big religion, thing, and tradition. yeah, a so lot of things in place here where you know we want to be truthful to our parents, obviously, but we also want to be respectful of, in a way, their traditions. I but also part of ours. Yeah, know, trying to be tradition traditional and also trying to find a way that we can. Um, have this open communication with our parents and still have a good relationship with them but it's hard I think especially with our parents because I feel like in the Mexican culture and the Latin culture I mean obviously you're always you know told to respect your elders but I feel like in the Latin culture it's like really like respect your elders like, and what your elders say is what it's done you yes. know and so it's, it's harder for us to go against their will and you know times have changed you feel like you're failing them and sometimes you do yeah you are brought up a certain way you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do that do that you feel a little guilty you feel like hey especially for me i mean i'm only talking about myself but i know my parents made a huge sacrifice to come to this country yeah. just like mm -hmm. your parents sent you to school here you know they're making a huge sacrifice um uh, whether it's you know with money yeah with trust so you want to make them happy you want to make them yeah. happy you want to make them proud you want to um you know follow those traditions but you know we live in a world where things are changing constantly and as you're growing older and you're going into womanhood you yeah. understand that these things were made to protect you and love you and take care of you but we are not always going to do what their parents tell yeah. us unfortunately and you you want to be true to yourself yeah. you know and so. then you're going to have to find a way to break it to them which is not always the easiest yeah way. definitely so yeah um you know we both kind of took that leap and let's move in with our partners our our first times our first time sorry uh, moving in with our partner um realizing you know what is our role you know we don't want to play housewife either. yeah you um, still want to like be successful women that have you know like yeah that have our you still own want to thing. make them put a ring on yes it. yes <laughs> <laughs> well i'm still waiting but hopefully yeah exactly yeah. so what you know how are we gonna um share this new live together with their partners yeah. how are we going to split chores how are we going to split responsibility how are we going to split bills yeah how are we gonna still go after our hobbies and our interests with still having this person in your life that now it's not just a roommate where you see here and there you know or you, you have to be, take out a yeah. couple of workout classes and you yeah. go on hikes no this is someone where you literally um it's not only your partner your friend your lover everything yeah. else so it was kind of again um we're on we were on the same page in our lives with our partners and kind of growing into this new womanhood and uh, finding ways to really deal with culture cultural differences yes yeah. and and i think us you know taking the same steps and uh, i think that gave us kind of a good a way to continue our friendship because we were like okay we're with our partners but we also want to hang out with their girlfriend sometimes and we and also to add to that friend was uh we all we moved to um, the same area. area yes so we went from being kind of in the suburbs more at the outskirts of denver moving into this urban 
um, area. Even though we are immigrants, we this is our hometown, so we didn't feel like like new, you know, like we were going to a new place or like no. lost or anything. Exactly. Or, yeah. mm -hmm. So this is so. our hometown. Uh, we do consider Denver our home, and getting it to share with so many people moving here. At least we felt like yes, we're immigrants, but we do know that this is our home, and you guys are the the new people from California and Texas. Okay, y'all <laughs> are the newbies. Yes. Even though we're coming from a different country, we. We're the ones yeah. that are, yeah. I always say, like, sometimes, so my boyfriend is born and raised in Colorado, and so, but I always tell him, like, this is the first home. I don't count college as, like, it was just college. So to me, Colorado is the first place that I considered home outside of Mexico. So to me, I'm like, this is my home, you know? Yeah. I mean, I haven't lived in Mexico in a decade, so... And anywhere outside, I would consider Denver, like the yeah. Colorado area, but mostly Denver, really. And yeah, so I'm like, I'm from here. Like all these yeah. people that come from other states, I'm like, I didn't come from another state. I came from another country, so this is my home. You yeah, know? Like, no, this is definitely my home. I would have to talk to my parents to find out exactly why they chose Colorado yeah. as the state. I know a lot of people from, um, for example, in Chicago, um, hay mucha gente de Chihuahua or yeah. de Durango, you know, like... Like in I Texas, know, la mayoría de the people from Tamaulipas, from where I'm from, all go to Texas. Texas. Exactly. Because I live, I you know? don't know how that started. I think it probably all started with that one person, you know, that one immigrant. Yeah, was like, hey, if they have that one uncle. Venga se pa acá, mm -hmm. like, acá hay yeah. trabajo aquí. Like, anything. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Like, they start, uh, it all starts again, like, anything else with one person one family and they all start telling their friends and families and of course like any other immigrant you would want to go to a place where at least you know yeah at least one, one person. person because and I think that's how the majority of people do come but like you said you don't know exactly but we think that that's it yeah. because you know you have to ha not have to but a, lo a lot one. of people go where they have at least like one in Miami, person a yeah. lot of people from from Cuba yeah, are there mm -hmm. obviously because Cuba is closer yeah. to Miami, mm -hmm. but of course you can go to any other state, but yeah. at least you know, like that's where you're gonna find at least one other, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Los mexicanos estamos en todo el mundo, en Dubai, en donde sea, I like, know. ahí nos yeah. hallan, pero I know that my family came here because they knew of other families that were here, and we have not lived, we haven't left ever since. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you guys heard a little bit about how we met, how we, you know, became friends, how we've gotten to this point, and you've started to tell us a little bit about your family. Why don't you tell us just, you know, your, I, I would say your immigration story or what you remember, and you already told us a little bit about when you came here, but um, I guess how it's been for you being here most of your life. Yeah, so my immigration story is, it all starts with my parents. Um, my dad and my mom, you know, los dos son de Durango, del estado de Durango, um, wanting to a better future for their kids. You know, we, my parents come from a very, um, lower income background. Los dos son de rancho, you know, my dad does have a um, college career, everything he had to do from himself, you know. Um, he wanted a better life for us. At the year that he came over here, I think things weren't doing, yeah. weren't so hot in Mexico, just how the last couple of years have been bad with like, los narcos yeah, y esto y esto. And, um, and when, you know, in general, I think, 
I feel like it's always, that's the reason why we come here because we want a better life. And it's so hard when you're little, you know, and when you're, I, I think I was like eight or nine when I came here. And when you're a teenager, you're like, well, why do we leave our country? You know, why? Why do we have to do this? We have so many questions as to why and why, but now that I am a 30 year old woman, I understand exactly why my parents did what they did yeah. because they wanted us to have a better um, life. They wanted us to give us more opportunities and exactly going back um, to how we said, sometimes we have to lie to our parents because we know all of the sacrifices that, that they, they made. made. Yeah. And we feel so bad, you know, when you're like, oh my God, they made such a sacrifice and look at me. Yeah. You know, y más porque a veces también ellos se ponen culpa, you know, my yeah. parents are like, oh, I left, you know, we immigrated to this country so you can have a better life. And here I am not wanting to go to college, you yeah. know, not wanting to pursue a higher education. Not that I didn't want to, but a lot of the time was exactly um, the circumstances. My parents not having the money to do so. They understand it's like, okay, I'm not going to get all this scholarship. Someone's not just going to hand them to me. I have to be book smart and maybe I wasn't, you know, so it's much more complex. It's um, more of like finding who you are and at the same time uh, becoming a first generation immigrant in this in this country yeah. um trying to navigate. which puts a lot of pressure on you i it think puts like so sometimes. much pressure yeah. on me um and up till when i was like you know my early 20s i was a little crazy and wild just like we all are at one yeah. point but then it finally hit me okay um we're in this country to have a better future for myself and future generations um, you really do uh, grow an appreciation for your parents and everything yeah. that they did for you. I agree. I think, uh, you know, I'm like I feel like my parents have made a lot of sacrifices and as you know, like I don't have the best relationship with my parents. Like I'm not super, I don't have a bad relationship, but we're not super close just because religion and just a lot of things that have put differences between us. But I also, when, the things that I do, they're always in the back of my head. Like I'm always like, I want to do better and I want, because they made the sacrifice of sending me here. So kind of going on that. So basically I came to the States when uh, I was 18. So my parents sent me here for college and kind of like Millie's story, uh, I would say my mom grew up pretty well off, but my dad actually was like, you know, dirt poor. Like he always told us stories about how he had one pair of shoes, like, and how he used to walk sell, to school. Yeah, walk to school. Twenty miles yeah. to school. You know, you and then you're being picked up by the bus, and you know you want to. <laughs> I know. You're like being picked up at the front, or being driven. Yeah. Dude, cuando te llevan en un carro, oh que yeah, te da vergüenza. yeah. You know, like, Dude, when I so I saw I was in private school, elementary, middle school, and kindergarten, and we weren't like my parents sacrificed everything they had so that we could go to private school because you know um public school is kind of shitty in mexico like pretty yeah. shitty so anyway so and so there were a lot of kids that really had money in those private schools and you know we never had in the first years that i was in the private school we didn't have like fancy cars or anything and so i'd be like oh like we're in but. this like <laughs> embarrassing car like everyone's like in nice cars but but yeah anyway so and now that we're grown we know like we know hey, what it costs know. those things don't come for free you know so yeah so and so both my parents have have worked my whole life and uh, my dad has uh like I said, so my dad came from nothing. He was the first one in his family to get uh, an education. We're 
we're definitely similar in that way. Yeah. My dad was a first uh, college, you know, de la universidad graduate. That's yeah. like something he is so proud of and rightfully so. Being yeah. the first one in his family mm -hmm. to graduate dirt, dirt, dirt poor. Yeah. Um, viviendo en una casa, you know, I can't even imagine. That is something I think that I think has kept us humble. Yeah. Knowing, you know, where our parents came from. Definitely. And just like knowing everything that my dad worked for, like, so my dad has up to an, a doctorate degree and my mom has a master. Well, anyway, so they sent me over to college when I was 18. And not a lot of kids in Mexico get to come to college in the US when your parents pay for everything, you know? Like, well, they pay for my education, but during college I did have to work and I worked cleaning jobs. I worked anything that I, I could get to pay for my rent, for my gas, for, um, but my parents would pay for my education, which is such a blessing. So that's why yeah. I'm like, I will never take that for granted, you know, and I graduated debt-free, everything, so anyway, so yeah, so I came here, when I graduated college, I didn't have roots anywhere, and I was just kind of looking around to try to get a job, and I was definitely looking at bigger cities, like I had never come to Denver, but I knew it was a big city, so it was one of the cities that I was like looking for jobs, and actually this guy from college um, that I was with in one class told me like, hey, we have openings here at the company that I currently work at. So he told me it was one of the companies that I applied for and I got the I got, I got a job there. So I moved here and then that's been 10, no, sorry, that's been seven years since I've been in Colorado. So, and I am currently on a work visa. So as you know, I'm on a TN visa. So I have to go to Mexico every year to renew my visa and um, just trying to like make the best of it, you know. Although every country has it, has its flaws like this country ha provides so many opportunities and so many of the things that I've gotten to do in life I wouldn't be able to do if I was in here so yeah yeah so. and I think we are both so grateful for that and I think that is where we are both so proud of being Mexicanas being Latinas being bilingual knowing the language and also knowing how privileged we are to have these opportunities um, Cynthia like she mentioned she knows how privileged she is, how, you know, not a lot of people are able to afford higher education, not even in Mexico. Yeah, much less yeah, going much to less. a first world country, exactly. you know? Exactly, like, going yeah. to a country, um, her being 18 and knowing the language, that is so huge, you know, not everybody um, comes to this country knowing the language, knowing how to communicate with someone else. So we are definitely, um, we acknowledge the privilege that we have. Um, but we also acknowledge the struggles yeah. that we have had, you yeah. know, the lonely times where you, your family is not here with you, um, your friends are not here, the food that you love is not here. Not you know, the there's same. Not a, there's not a carniceria or panaderia within yeah. miles. Yeah. And uh, even sometimes when you go, you're like, uh, because you don't have the, the same ingredients, you uh -huh. know? Like, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we... On this podcast, we're going to be talking a lot about our, our struggles, um, but also all of the lucky and fortunate things that we have been able to do, like travel, um, get to know people from all walks of life. Yeah. Um, for myself, you know, meeting my partner, he is from Vermont, um, a white Caucasian man, and kind of us blending our cultures together, getting yeah. to... Um, know one another and what the future looks like for us yeah um, you know as 
me as a Mexican, him as a white man, and what our kids are gonna live through and how our cultures are gonna blend together and how we're gonna make it work. Um, that is gonna be one of the things we're gonna be covering in this podcast and it's going to be so much fun to be able to bring our cultures together and, and our experiences yeah and even i mean in your certain in your specific relationship sorry you have a fully other person that can give you the perspective but also we have our perspectives of having lived here for you know i've lived here for 10 years and you've lived here for 20 something years mm-hmm. and yeah 20 yeah. Some, yeah, 20 something. Don't, yeah. Don't give out my age. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> and it just, it's very different, you know? Like, the, I still have my best friends at home and everything. And so when we talk, it's the lives that we're living, you could say, are we living like parallel lives, but they're not the same. Like, and you know what I, I'm sorry no, to interrupt okay. you, friend. It's like, it's so difficult, um, me, you know, having a Caucasian partner and having a lot of, I guess some people could say, oh, I'm whitewashed. Yeah. You know, let's let's talk about those terms. Let's talk about those, oh, like, for example, you love to hike. You love to do things that are not necessarily Like what we grew up with, yeah. In our culture, yeah. you know, yeah. like, oh, that's white people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, oh, you like, as ignorant as this might sound, you know, certain shows, certain books, certain yeah. things, certain music. Heck, if you're listening to country, you're... Yeah. You're not white, gonna, yeah. I listen to country, you know, but just examples of how our community and how our culture thinks. Can look, they can look at us like, uh, and sometimes I go home, you know, when I go home and to talk to friends or whatever, they're always like, oh, you're so pocha or like all these things. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I've been in the States for 10 years and exactly. like, it's just things happen, you know, it's, like it's just in you. Like, yeah. And it's a way that we are learning how to navigate, uh, being, Mexican millennial immigrants in this country that we are not Mexican enough to hang out with our Mexican friends and not white enough to hang out with our white friends. It is a transition yeah. and is it is how um, how do we represent our culture because we're so proud again of being Mexican, we're proud of um, coming from a different country, but how do we stay true to ourselves and how do we also uh, find a way to be accepted. We are not going to be accepted by all. Everyone, Obviously, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you can't make everyone happy, but you do try to find um, equal ground, I guess. Or uh, and and something you mentioned, you know, how you say we're mill- millennials, and it is a big difference because, as you said, your parents are immigrants too, and but the way they have to adapt. To live here is way different than we have to adapt. With social media, yeah, these just like everything. everything so, so many different. things are different. Like we said, like living with our partners before we're married, like social media things and just careers. Just everything is so different than years ago, or just even than last year. Things are always changing, and technology and everything. So we, I think, they could teach us as much as they as much as they could. Uh, for us to like try to adapt but then we have to learn all these other things that they didn't get to to live through you know yeah we are gonna have a whole different experience that they did um even now i mean now you know i catch myself saying all these kids you know and it's Mm -hmm. always gonna be like that for every generation um but i really hope that with this podcast we're able to really maybe you know women that feel the same women men whoever it is that feels the same way kind of maybe they're um, stuck stuck. yeah i guess yeah that's the word stuck or 
confused or whatever it is, you know, where you're like, okay, I have this tradition, but I also want to embrace this American yeah. culture mm -hmm. because there's so many things about the American culture. Again, having it being a country of opportunities, having it be a free country, yeah. uh, freedom of speech, all of those things that we would love and we love about it and we want to embrace, but without forgetting where we come from is what this Dos Amigas project came about yeah. to really find a common ground for all of our immigrants and all of our listeners and the ones that are not immigrants, you know, most of or, or us the ones, are immigrants yeah. in this country, okay? We, Most of us, you're right, yeah. yeah. And even those that, you know, what you could say a full Americans or, I, you know, whatever, that they're like, well, I don't have any Latin. I mean, like, you don't have to be Latin. Like, this is a, a Latino. Pot. This is a melting pot, yes. And we want to create, not the space, we want to connect with our own people, but we also want to share our culture and our experiences with other people that are not Latino so that they can understand us better and that we can all like have better relationships, you know, like make everything, I guess, yeah, like all of us have better relationships, not with just the Latino culture, because I think it's the way or it's what we need. We need to share with others so that we are all understood. And you know how there's so much hate in the world, like if you're not from the same race or the yeah. same color, or and we don't want that. We want to all, co all connect and all be friends, you know? Yeah, I think, um, you know, especially these days where a lot of um, racism and the whole Black Lives Matter movement going on, it's such a great way for us to just have an open door to communicate like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Even though I might seem so happy and like, um, wanting to um, embrace this culture, hey, I'm still feeling homesick. Yeah, you know, I'm still like missing my parents, my language, my my food, everything. And you know, you are gonna have those ignorant people that say, "Well, why don't you go back well, to your uh -huh. country?" Mm -hmm. That is always gonna happen. Yeah. You know, you're always gonna have that negative feedback and those negative people that might not they're just they just it, don't ignorant, understand ignorant. because they haven't lived through it. Like exactly, you know, I was raised in Mexico and I was not like rich but i grew up pretty well and still my parents were like we, you need to do better you know like you we need to find something better for you and all my siblings and just i lived through a lot of what you know the drug war violence and like yeah. things like that where there's things around you that are and just affecting what's you so, um also um difficult and complex to understand is like we want a better way of life for our country too, you know, yeah. like tomorrow mm -hmm. we had a safe country, if tomorrow we had a, a great country with opportunities and jobs for all and where we felt safe, hey, maybe we would go back. Yeah, definitely. But then maybe, you know, we wouldn't because we love cheeseburgers and pizza yeah. and the language and the mountains and Mile High City and everything that we love about this country. But it is not as black as white as most people want to yep. see it. And mm -hmm. this is exactly why we want to have the space to share our stories, um, just like Cynthia and I are sharing your story today. I hope um, this gives you inspiration to share your own story and reach out to us. We would love to talk about every single one of your stories. Um, maybe we can share you know, common feelings that we have. So yeah, so hopefully with our stories today, we can inspire you to share your story. We would love to hear from you. Um, tell us, you know, where your story began, if you're an immigrant or if you're not, or if you... If you have immigrant parents, if you have or, friends. I mean, I feel like everyone has 
something you know that can connect to us yeah. and it's, it's the melting pot of the world um guys you know you walk outside and you see you know asian cultures blacks mexicans indians you know we are a culture of diversity yeah. and i think we want to create this space where we can celebrate our differences and come up with ideas of how we can just become a better future, a better country, and just a better generation for the future. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I've said this before because I am super excited about this project. I really think this is gonna be a, a great space for us to come together, for everyone, all of us to become amigas. Like, I really want us to confide in each other because there's so many things about, there's so many aspects to life. I mean, relation, you know, dating, friendships, uh, careers, uh, finances, like hobbies, anything that we can all share with each other. And I think- And no judgment, okay? Yeah, like, no judgments uh, here. Again, going back to our culture, you know, I could tell my mom, oh, mom is the, you know, and again, every, we all come from different cultures uh, and backgrounds. Mom, you know, I'm making this podcast. Some cultures be like, what? ¿Qué es eso? ¿Qué es ¿Por qué eso? Para qué? Or, okay. you know, I'm going to ¿Sabes? counseling. Yeah. Yet, do, you want, do you want to pay me to, sí. to hear you talk about your problems? O están como, ¿y tienes problemas? Okay, ¿para qué ocupas eso? You know, uh -huh. like, and like, it's... Hi, mom, I'm feeling depressed. ¿Y tú de qué estás depressed? So even within, within our own culture just generation differences yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like just things but um i know this will be a, a great space for everyone to share their stories and right now you know we shared a little bit of our story of how we came here how we created this how we met all of our uh, kind of a little bit of the background of our families and we hope that you know if you want to share your stories with us feel free to dm us or send us a message comment on our instagram uh our instagram has our email you can email us if you uh want a friend in us like you don't have to share everything you you just want to be like hey like i think we're pretty similar and i think we could become great amigas then email us like we just want everyone to feel like this is a safe and fun space um and we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of getting to know us a little bit better our cultures our backgrounds we uh are so excited for all the fun things to come all the fun projects we have all the fun episodes we have uh planned and we will talk to you soon adios adios thank you for listening